0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous! Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you.
1: I don't even know what's happening anymore. I like, I don't care at
2: all yeah listen the 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 echoes the reverberations of the uh the covid madness is uh, gripping the united states it's kind of like it, it it feels like uh, uh you know after you climax and then you kind of like shake afterwards if you're you oh, know, yeah, if you're if you're a dirty dog like me you know you go yeah. you know yeah yeah uh, it's good. it's a good feeling it, it, that's what this is this is the your your balls are now uh Uh, cleaned out, uh, by these NBA players and, uh, Nicki Minaj and, um, what's the other one that I, I followed with great interest. I sent it to you. Oh, 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 that we're going to get into that later. Okay. Let's, let's start with, let's start with the COVID bullshit for everybody.
1: Bullshit. Apparently we're in a place where it's, uh, it's, I mean, we're, it should, this should be good news because apparently we're, we're totally, uh, we're in a safe enough place where we can fire 70,000 healthcare workers
2: Yes uh, not, Nothing uh, alarming about uh, The willingness to do that
1: <laughs> Yeah, also, no, I mean
2: yeah. Gavin Newsom uh, uh, Or as they call him n- New scum uh, mm. ha- has What about, what uh,
1: about uh, Gav- Gavin Gruesome
2: Oh, he uh, Is mandating that your children be vaccinated Which is uh, going to snap a lot of Californians Right in half uh i don't know if he thinks that that's the right thing to do or if it's a political ploy of some type but it's it's pretty ill advised in my view um maybe i mean honestly maybe the purpose is to just uh, this is a little grim but maybe the purpose is to just push out all the republicans you know it, because i'm i'm in contact with people that are Parents who are kind of—they're not with this. They're considering their options. They're moving, etc. So, I—I uh, don't know. I—I I, is it a—is it a weird form of uh, redistricting? You know, <laughs> is it a—is uh, it a "hey, get the fuck out" sort of uh, energy? Well, Have I lost, I lost. you?
1: Oh, wait, I'm no. back. I'm back. I hear you. Um, yeah, I mean, th- this is the like the thing that I struggle with. Like, I can't tell because, like, there's a lot of like conspiracy people that'll that'll be like, yes, this is this is some NWO way of redistricting, separating the Republicans from the Democrats into you know their own states to bring about the next civil third world war or something like that, like is it government incompetence? Is it stupidity? Is it that they don't care? Is it that they got to like do something to appease their constituents? Is it just that? Or is there some kind of grand conspiracy? Because like, no matter how you slice it, whether you think it's all a plan demic (laughs) or if, or if you think it's like a just ancillary, I mean, I kind of lean towards like everybody's literally just winging it every day of their life. And there, there's no greater scheme to anything. Um, That's kind of my position, but regardless how you see it, it's, it's, it's kind of looking like that's where we're headed. Yes. Like, it's just, I mean, like you, you hit the nail on the head. Like we're just, it just seems like we're trying, like for the last 20 years, the country's been pretty bitterly divided, um, with a, with a growing sense of, uh, of hatred towards the other side you know, whether you're on the left or the right. Um, now it seems like through legislation we're we're redistricting where all these people live so that they'll be in their own enclaves. You know, you'll either be in, you know, Texas, Florida, where, you know, you don't have to do the vaccine or wear the mask, or you'll be in New York, California, where you do, you know, and that's sort of your way of of being on either side of, whatever it is you know um should be fun i
2: don't know let's see where it yeah. goes i mean then it just becomes a fight for who gets the tech jobs you know what i mean like who 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 can uh motivate tech companies to come to their region uh yeah can't wait uh you're gonna work out great for everybody uh.
1: yeah gonna work out great i mean i would my only preference is to be like where the water is once the water wars start? Because that's, that's down the pipe, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I'm hoping that you and I can dodge that. Uh, I
1: mean, it's certainly not California. We picked, a bad play. we picked a bad choice on that one.
2: No, that's ass. Uh, all right, so let's go through the list. Okay. Uh, we got basketball players uh, it, speaking eloquently and to the point on these matters. Shocking the world if you want to see casual racists get weirded out, put Jonathan Isaacs in front of them because he's uh, a Christian uh, and uh, did not kneel during the black lives matter thing uh, and is against uh, any kind of vaccine mandate, Uh, not against the vaccine at all against the mandate. Now, that's a confusing thing for the few true racists left among us, because this dude is your homie outside of that shit. You know I mean? like he is your man. And he really, truly uh, kind of like, you know, those YouTubes that are like Jonathan Isaacs destroys the ones we talk about all the time. Like oh, yeah, Jordan, yeah, yeah, Jordan Peterson and obliterates. Uh, <laughs> it, it, he, he did that. Uh and it was uh, uh, it was exactly what you would want from a spokesperson. Uh, this guy, I don't think, wants to be the spokesperson for anything, but he was not trying to be smarter than the room, which is job one, because you lose everybody when you do that. So he wasn't trying to be smarter than the room. Uh, he was calm. Uh, he made his points uh, concisely and with zero, not an. Ounce of conspiracy and people truly like the, the, uh, the MSNBC crowd did not know what to do with this information (laughs) because it's like, no, no, (laughs) you know, like, like, uh, you know, when, when young black men are against us, it's supposed to be like, 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 uh, plies, you know what I mean? Like, it's supposed to be like, but like boozy is supposed to be the one that you're like, oh yeah, we can, we can have him saying something stupid, but, Uh, They couldn't play that game with this kid. And uh, it was honestly, it it was nice to see somebody that was just coming from a, yeah, look, I'm, I mean, maybe I'll get a vaccine someday. I don't think there's anything wrong with vaccines. I think it's great that we have access to them. Uh, But, uh, you know, at this point, I don't think it's necessary for me. And I also don't think I should be forced to. What? (laughs) You you didn't add in any craziness? (laughs) (laughs) You
1: fucking rule. Yeah. But I mean, well, that's, that's an interesting thing, right? Like that is a more common opinion and that is a more common position than anyone wants to give it credit for. You know what I mean? Yes. It's, it's, I think it's exceedingly common to be pro vaccine anti-mandate. I think that is exceedingly common. And I think the, Culture war, which I see people getting more and more wise to every day. Even like regular people that were sort of in on it for a while from the twenty sixteen from 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 twenty sixteen on, they're kind of just like, I mean, we've been talking about for a while about how people are cash, but now it's just kind of like they're starting to see the media for what it is, which is fun, and it's like, like I said, it's just it's it's an exceedingly common position, and it's not it's not totally an outlandish one. I mean, like I said. It's kind of shouldn't it ring a bell in your head if we can afford to get rid of 70,000 nurses, just fire them in the middle of in, in the middle of a pandemic, as everyone likes to say, Um, you know, does that what does that say to you? You know what I mean? Like, and, and furthermore, it just on its face, like I think that like people are being treated as stupider like they're being treated very like like they have no intelligence or no ability to think about the thing right because you're locking people out of employment of of uh certain life activities with this mandate and yet also admitting at the same time that even if you are vaccinated you can still get it you can still spread it
2: yep, so it's that's like his point. yep
1: yeah so i mean you know why don't you mandate the test? Why don't you say, "Hey, we're not going to fire everybody, but if you're not vaccinated, you get you have to test every other day, right? Yep. Isn't that more so, safe? The test, the rapid PCR test, is going to tell you whether or not COVID is in your system, whether you're vaccinated or not, right? Doesn't
2: that make sense? Right? Uh, listen, let me also just say that I'm on the ground. I'm I'm in Florida today. Uh, I've been through uh, most of the eastern seaboard. Uh, and I'm going to go back through it uh, shortly. I just went to Texas. Uh, I just I need for our listeners who are from, you know, that are uh, most of our listeners go to Yale, and oh, yeah? they're in a bubble. And I I just need everybody to understand that the war is lost. Like that mask shit, it is. I, I'm not exaggerating. It's not not a thing. It's. It's kind of gauche, you know. Like it's like it's uh, it's like oh, you lame ass. You know what I mean? Like it is uh, through huge parts of the country, it seems like whatever they're selling on CNN is not being bought.
1: Here's here's Uh, the here's the interesting thing though, right? Like because it's not just Florida, it's not just Texas, it's. It's part of whatever state you're in because I'm in New York right now, and let me tell you, the difference between your ability – the difference between uh, your ability to go into a restaurant – In Manhattan
2: versus a bodega in Queens is probably uh, drastically different.
1: Drastically different, but also you go out until – I was in Huntington, Long Island the other night. They don't give a fuck. There's, there's signs (laughs) on the, on the door that say, wear your mask if you don't have the vaccine, but there's no one checking anything. No, 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 no. So, so it's likely the same in California In LA. It's probably very strict in fucking Calabasas. Probably not as much.
2: Yeah. Do do you want to hear, I saw something today that I got to double check it. Everybody that's listening to this, check this for yourself because I, I couldn't verify it before we went to air. Uh, I saw today that you know how we've made this big deal about how Florida is a super spreader state and they don't, you know, it's spiking. And it was an, a transparent effort to get DeSantis hurt before he uh, went into primary at some point. Uh, California's fa- death rate has always, through the entire pandemic, been higher than Florida's. I'm not talking about like number of human beings because California has more human beings. I'm talking about the rate. So, so like, if that is true, then I think you would need to look at the mainstream media and go, wh- wh- why did we just focus on Florida for literally a month? And everybody sold this idea that Florida was a coffin when it, it didn't conform to the facts on the ground at all. You know what I mean? So, uh, I, I mean we can pivot into the one that's if we want to move out of COVID. I I'm totally fascinated by it. A uh, a a news item uh that is about distrusting the media. Up to you if you've got more on COVID. This is like a prop this is like a uh, proper uh news show today. Oh yeah,
1: totally. This is we're 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 replacing Matto. This is this is the, the show. <laughs> I'm 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 very over COVID. I, I, you know, as we have been over it for, well, really fucking over a year. Uh, it's just, I mean, like you said, it, it, it's sort of, I think a theme with this podcast has always been, hey, everybody, here's what they're saying out there, and here's what it is on the ground, right? And I maybe that should just be our regular thing from now on, because the stark difference between what goes on when you go outside and touch grass and what happens on the stupid little fucking rectangle that's shining light into your eyes. It's just not the same thing. And you can choose to
2: live in one place or the other. uh, Let me just address that really quick. Uh, I'm, I'm through the deep South and I'm stopping at places called like country corner with two K's and the, the, The thing is that to look at it from afar or through like northeast eyes, you go, oh, this shit is racist. These people is racist. These rednecks is racist. Uh, That's how I feel about all – the like it's not the first thing that enters my mind because why do I give a fuck? It's not like they're going to be racist against me. But like you have certain stereotypes about uh, the true bumpkins that I'm fucking seeing on these back roads, right? Would you would you assume that you have one? Would I assume that I have? One? Do, do you have a bias against rednecks? Do you assume that they might have uh, retrogressive views? Um, maybe, but I assume
1: that about all of my fellow man. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I wouldn't expect them to be. I wouldn't expect a, a, like that type of country bumpkin to be particularly, uh, I, I I don't know, you know what it is? It's not even, I would, I would expect them to be somewhat well-informed in this day and age. I would even maybe anticipate them having a nuanced view on something. How well they're educated, I'm not sure. And also probably, probably not great, probably not great but i have never once in my life used that as a uh, as a marker of someone's uh either intelligence or their worth okay here's That's a long-winded answer i don't, yeah, rednecks are fucking idiots but so is everyone else that was that's kind of my 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 that's
2: fair thought enough. here's here's the thing regarding racism among them though if they are racist and i don't doubt that many are or or at least they have underlying views that you and i wouldn't uh really relate to but but, but so must. do people from Queens. That's all true. But they must be frustrated every single day of their lives because the South is more thoroughly integrated, in my view, than many parts of the Northeast that I've been to. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, every single place that y- I was thinking, huh, this place seems like it's occupied by you know, it's complete cousin fuckers that uh, can't read at a third grade level, uh, at least like a representative percentage. So let's say 12% of the people in that area were of color. <laughs> so it's like, you know, if I'm not saying these people aren't racist, but I'm saying that like, they must be frustrated. <laughs> because they're not doing the segregation thing well. They're not accomplishing their goals down here.
1: No, it's, I think New York City is the most segregated. I think the New York City schools are the most segregated in the entire country. No shit. I believe that's true. Maybe maybe someone edged us out. I think I heard that like two years ago maybe. Mm. So Look it up. The, New York City schools, I believe that they are the most segregated in the,
2: in the United States. So in line with our brave uh, efforts to uh, 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 destroy <laughs> the dominant narrative. Uh, I wanted to, uh, to talk <clears throat> about the Russell Brand thing, which I know this is like a internet, social media uh, podcast where we talk about things through that lens. Media I, criticism. Yeah, there you go. This is the world's best media criticism podcast. Uh, yo, I... Did you check that out at all? You 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 go through it. You mentioned it to me briefly. What was his deal? So basically, he. Uh, it seems like he channeled a lot of Glenn Greenwald, uh, who's been reporting on the fact that.
1: Hang on, just uh, just real quick, just real quick. I just looked it yep. up. This is from July tenth, twenty twenty one. The Civil Rights Project report mm-hmm. shows school segregation in New York remains worst in nation. Holy shit. <laughs> There you go, folks. <laughs> That's what annoys me. the The whole narrative of like the racist South. It's like, yo, the like, the South maybe historically has had more overt racism, but like, yo, fucking get the fuck out of here you with your Northeast, you know, liberal haven bullshit. Like, it's
2: for it's real. Fucking
1: racist as hell up here.
2: So, Russell Brand. Russell Brands. Yeah, let's do it. He seemed to be channeling a lot of Glenn Greenwald stuff. Who has been reporting on, uh, kind of the the Clinton camp, uh, maybe being tied to some of the RussiaGate stuff, or at least, uh, at least the idea that the media knew full well that there was nothing to the RussiaGate stuff, m- weeks if not months before they stopped reporting it. Now you can say that that's obvious, but. Russell Brand and Glenn Greenwald, to a large degree, although I don't know if he spells it out quite as uh, quite as much, Russell Brand arrives at the idea that it is a Clintonite Democrat con- conspiracy, I guess you could say. Uh, that's what Russiagate was. Now, here's and he got murdered online. He made a video, two million views in like a day, got murdered online called a a drug addict a crazy person a cult leader uh somebody who has uh let uh, let fame poison his mind uh desperate for attention every single thing that somebody could say negative about a a waning star they would say about him and here's what i found remarkable i thought i was crazy reading this shit so i turned to everybody that i could find and said hey did you see this um this is what he's saying and Everybody, granted it was only like five people, everybody said, I thought that was obvious or duh. Or if the Democrats didn't do it, who did? The, so like you have a comp- you have a nation of people, I would think, because I'm in a room with nothing but progressives, many of them pretty diehard leftists. Uh, so maybe not classically Democrats, but at least more likely to vote Democrat. Who all believe that it's axiomatic that it's the cleanse. They all believe that it like we didn't. And Russell Brand didn't need to make that video because everybody on earth knew that, <laughs> that that's what it was. Now, is it cope? Is it uh, kind of like propaganda? Why did were people trying to defame Russell Brand when what he's saying is manifestly obvious?
1: Um. I mean, I think trying to defame someone for fucking saying that Russia Gate was nonsense is like indicative of, especially like a, you know, a, like you said, a waning star like Russell
2: Brand. To me, that's just a slow as fuck Newsweek. Um, oh, no, no doubt. But, but I, I was curious. I, I just, it, I was mind blown by what I saw on social media, which was like venomous, venomous blue check marks, like trying to tear down Russell Brand's entire life for saying a thing that like. Yo, if you didn't think that, at least if you didn't like, if it didn't cross your mind, you're like a profoundly stupid person, like, I, I, like scary stupid. So, what did I miss?
1: well the the Russiagate thing was like to i mean to it was media driven right it was it was like corporate media like it was spicy nonsense that like it it's just it's it was like it was covid of 2018 it was like this is what's capturing yep. people's uh it this is spicy it's like spy thriller nonsense and it also could mean that the guy that they really hate who's in the white house could be gone it was always this like a carrot of like is this the day when the Mueller report comes and he's oh it's it he's gonna resign everybody? It's only one p.m. You know that was their that was their thing. It was just a media circus. It was just it was it's business really, right? Saying it's a yeah. Democrat thing. I mean, it obviously benefits the Democrats. It benefits the Hillary types. It vindicates them. It's cope, you know, in a way. Um, it also like people people whose brain broke when Trump became president. It was it, yeah, it, it was like, oh, he's not really president. It didn't really happen. He cheated. He's either you know, he, <laughs> it was a this was a a foreign attack on us. It was an attack. You know what I mean? like it was just such a level of cope and nonsense. That said, and I've said this before, it, you know, the Russia gate thing, Trump did have dealings in Russia. Trump has had dealings with Russian banks in the past. There was like, They made a fucking mountain out of like less than a molehill, which is the point. But there was a little bit of a molehill. He had some strange sort of connections with 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 Russian people. They tried to get. It was kind of proven that they were trying. They were actively trying to pursue dirt on Hillary through some like Russian whatever, uh, you know. But it never happened, right? That they used that sort of innocuous, seemingly exchange. As a way to be like, this is some grand conspiracy, Putin, you know, the steel dossier, Putin uh, groomed Trump to take the – it, it was this – that was all nonsense, what it. What. What they blew it up into. Um, I thought that – yeah, I thought that was on the record that this was all nonsense. Like I thought that that's kind of what the Mueller report substantiated, right, that like, yeah, there was some weird connections with Russia – there was a Trump hotel Moscow deal that was on the that was maybe on the table before he was the President, but then I don't know what happened to it. I thought that we proved that there wasn't really much there there. so but I guess that there's this rabid blue check class that cannot admit when they're wrong, that cannot maybe because their brains are so broken be you know, from the notion that Trump is president that they're holding on to this narrative. And that, yeah, you know, and, th- and this is how they sweep all types of people under the rug. It's like you went against our narrative it means that you're on the side of Trump, actually, and white supremacists, so you must, therefore, you, you, oh, you don't think Trump stole the election with the help of Russia, therefore you must be a Trump person, and you must be racist. You must be this horrible person, Glenn Greenwald, we have to fire you from your job, we have to fire Matt Taibbi. You know, that that's where this all arrived. It's like this weird brain sickness on, like, the blue check neolibs that work for MSNBC. It's, it's, they, they become a cult of their own. It's, it's, it's quite strange. But yeah, anyone yeah. with a fucking brain in their head, they haven't thought about about, they haven't thought about Robert Mueller in two plus years and no one
2: nor should they no, have. No, no, no. If, if if he's entered your mind in any way, you got you gotta you gotta check yourself in somewhere. You know, like you're not you you're like it's not something to be ashamed of, you're just not doing good. You gotta you gotta make sure that you're maintained in some way, be around people who love you. I mean, I just see it as like you know,
1: I see it sort <laughs> of as like a weird sort of symmetry. To the Q stuff. It's like you bought into this thing so hard. Yeah, they call, they call it Blue Anon. Yeah, it, it's exactly what it is. It's blue anon. And and it's but like I don't Q people don't have the power to to uh, you know throw Russell Brand to the fire. But for some reason these people, the Blue Anon crowd sort of has this air of uh, liberal, neo lib leftist uh, legitimacy right? Yeah, they'll like make it, it, or, or, or maybe corporate them. media legitimacy.
2: Yeah, they can harm somebody. They can harm I, somebody, and it's fucked. By the way, I just want to point out, speaking of uh, tribal biases and uh, partisan, uh, there's a Fox News tweet from four hours ago of Alyssa Milano slams Jason uh, Al Dean's political openness after wife uh, catches heat for anti-Biden shirts. I don't give a shit about any of that, but let me just say that the photo that they've chosen of Alyssa Milano is straight up the funniest fucking thing, like Alyssa Milano is of course a good looking lady like you sure. know she, that was her career. look at the I'm gonna send you right now the photo that they've chosen to use for her and how <laughs> 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 you gotta kind of just like appreciate this, don't you think like hold on i'm I'm look confused at, as to her pivot what she was a
1: musician or an actor. She was an actor. How did she become this, like, resist bot? Like, that's her entire career She
2: She was, like, uh, big on the first Me Too wave. I don't even know if she had an allegation. I think she just, like, stepped out and was, like... Because she was, like, the Time's Up one. Okay, so she was the Time... So this is, like, a battle between stars of the show Charmed. Because she (laughs) was the Time's Up one. (laughs) That's what it is. is. What's that? They wouldn't... If you...
1: If they had a career, this they wouldn't be in on this shit.
2: OK, so I agree with you, but I'm not going to say that because when people that's where people go on these people, and I don't think it's even necessary. I think that we can just like address everybody's bullshit. For what it is, I don't think we. No, but like, but
1: I'm just saying, like that's why this that's why we're seeing this weird. The, the star of Charmed is is the uh, you know the star of fucking Smallville is in on is is at the forefront of some weird culture war because they're not getting oh, work.
2: Oh yeah, I mean, th- think about it. So the uh, uh, Dean Kane is regularly sought out to comment on these things on the other side, and right. then uh, so you, you've got Smallville. And then you got charmed, and yeah. these are who we're going to. It's like just a matter of time before we go to like the, the fat kid from Friends and say and and say, "What do you think about a Texas abortion policy?" Please give us answers, please, Jesus. Like it's so you know, we, weird. People aren't doing great. I, I think a
1: in this photo you sent me. Listen, Mono was look. You know, I have a proclivity for like a like a like sort of the washed uh, stripper look. Yeah, she's giving me those vibes with her eyes right now.
2: A hundred percent, but Sexy, here's no. my point. Here's my point. Yeah. Okay. So you find that attractive, this, this, this photograph, but you can agree that they chose literally the bitchiest. Photo yeah, yeah. Human <laughs> like <laughs> She looks like she's looking at you from the other side of a, of like a, uh, a mediator's table. Like before you go to your, forget, like this is before divorce court. Like she looks like she hates you. She's trying to take your money. And that's the, that's the vibe that they're, they're trying to give her. Uh, you know, she's she's looking. She's like,
1: looking at me like I wouldn't honor her fucking uh, coupon at the at the Ralphs.
2: Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, uh, the Russell Brand thing is, I just need everybody to check it out and just see how, kind of like, for lack of a better word, a, a cult, culted out on un, like uh, uh, unwell <laughs> the uh, resist side of things uh it, the blue and on thing is not it, it's it, it, mentally there's a lot going on there that i can't even begin to touch on it's it's I, I read it and i kind of felt not scared necessarily but i felt discouraged i was like oh shit <laughs> like, you know the blue check marks have lost it they're far gone
1: oh they lost it dude well i mean this is just it's it's a dying industry, right? I mean, they're they're dying. They're they're really, they're 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 clinging to uh to to relevancy. I mean, it's it's kind of sad, and so and, and I think the most relevancy they have is on the internet because their shows don't do shit. That no one cares about fucking MSNBC. I mean, even Mado doesn't even have a fucking weekly show anymore. Like, or maybe she, maybe she went from daily to weekly. I forget exactly.
2: Yeah, she went from nightly to weekly.
1: These are dinosaurs, man, and they're and they're slowly asphyxiating on the on the the meteor gas that is Joe Rogan, right? Like, it's just it it's so. I think the only way they can stay alive is through this like contemptuous moralizing about uh, whatever it may be. If they can find an angle in which you are. Uh, bad ma- bad mouthing Joe Biden or bad mouthing, you know, Kamala Harris or fucking Nancy Pelosi that they they will they will throw you under the bus and call you like a crazy. This is it's so strange. Like did you see that uh did we talk about fucking Stern
2: going after Rogan? Yo, yeah, well, you want to talk about being a fucking cached ass fucking washed dinosaur. How can anyone see it other than that? Hey, everybody. I am an age... I've got gray hair. And I play music. If I came out against the young kids, I would look so fucking spent that nobody could ever take it seriously. There's young bands I don't like. There's shit I think is lame. You're never going to hear me go on it. Because nobody would take it in the spirit that, oh, I'm uh, – this is like uh, – uh, th- th- this is unbiased, just like straight from the heart. Here's how I'm – no. Everybody would see it as, yo, this old man is bitter as fuck. <laughs> like why do that to yourself? You know what I mean? Like why why paint yourself into this space where people are like, oh, that's that washed old bitch, huh? Why?
1: I, I loved Rogan's response, which was just, I was always more of an Opium Anthony guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's it. Answer. Like, I mean, wh- you know, I, I. how can anyone see it as other than that? Like, Ster- Rogan killing it, Stern slowly fading into irrelevancy might already have arrived at irrelevancy in a lot of ways, kind of. Be- he's become like the end. He's become, he's like, he used to be a counterculture figure. Like, he would be the one – he shat on everybody. That's why people loved him. Now he is, like, of that elite class that he once shat upon, that made a career shitting upon. Like, uh, that's who you are now. That sucks so much. And I say this as a Stern fan. I love Stern. He gave the world Beetlejuice.
2: I say it – yeah, he did give the world Beetlejuice.
1: I say it as a Stern fan. I send you so much Beetlejuice content because I know it bothers you.
2: Okay, I was I was talking to somebody about that the other day. I was like, yo, Eric sends me Beetlejuice every single day of my life, and I've made it clear <laughs> that I find Beetlejuice like very difficult to look at. And, I know. That's why I send it to you. Uh, and it makes me feel bad because uh Beetle's just got a disability. I shouldn't like wince when I look at Beetle, but uh look, I'm this is a podcast where I'm honest about my feelings. I wince I when Be- I see Beetle. Love Beetle.
1: Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, I, it brings it brings me down to see to see Ro- to see uh, Stern become such a fucking like establishment fucking elitist like simp. Oh, that shit well, sucks, well, man.
2: While we're on that tip, well, let's talk about your other boyfriend, Stephen Colbert.
1: Oh no!
2: Listen. Oh my god, dude. This was nothing, almost nothing we can add to this. Every podcast in the world has done their take on this. There's almost nothing we can add to this, but let's just get it out there so that it's on the record.
1: Are are Cinical. you on, on are you on tour with with uh Andrew?
2: No, he's not on tour.
1: I because his take on it was was spot on where he's he was just like okay, so for context if you haven't seen it uh Colbert does they do this what do we even call it is it a, is it a gag? It's not a gag. It's like a dance. No, just
2: just call it a segment so we keep it clinical.
1: It's a segment on the show where he's He's dancing to... Uh, is it, What song is that? Is that Tequila? Yeah. Yes. You know. Uh, he's dancing to that with a bunch of people dressed as vaccines and they're like dancing through the crowd and there's cartoon vaccine needles and they're doing... It's just it's the most cringe. And I know that we live in a world of cringe and there's so much of it out there. This, I got to say, takes the cake for most cringe. And Andrew's take on it was, this isn't even propaganda. This is like an NWO humiliation ritual. Like like this is yeah. Yeah, its that's not true. meant to convince you. It's just, it's not, it's meant like, it, it's just the most insane thing I've ever seen on national television.
2: It's, uh, it, it, there's no way to feel good about what you've witnessed at all. No,
1: there's like, no way. I want the vaccine sucked out of my body now.
2: Yeah. I, <laughs> like that's the only reaction you can come away with. So, I mean, look, I, I a couple of things. <clears throat> I listened to Casey Musgrave's new record. Okay. You know who that is? Sure. Okay. I listened to that 20 minutes before I saw the vaccine segment on Colbert. And these two things working together pushed me to join ISIS. (laughs) And and now, now I am putting apostates in steel cages and burning them alive because – The modern world, truly, on every level, gets on its knees in a dirty bathroom and sucks a chlamydia cock. It's so bad out here. Bad. Like, everything pop is, is, I mean, look, if we go and look at Madonna, people have a real affection for Madonna. But Madonna sure. was dumb pop bullshit. It was poorly performed. It wasn't clever. People thought it was transgressive because it had like, ooh, she's talking about sex. But it's like Yo, it, it, fucking Chuck Berry was talking about sex. Fuck off. It's not particularly transgressive. But people have nostalgia for it, that sort of shit. And now, obviously, you're totally cashed. If you're old enough to have a nostalgia for Madonna, you probably have nostalgia for uh, 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 Christina Aguilera. And all of this sh- pop has always been bad. Casey Musgraves is true trash and Stephen Colbert, if we put so nobody would have put him in the same breath as uh like somebody like Leno who by all accounts was a very funny nightclub comedian. And then just like a, a unmitigated hack on late night. Uh, he's really synonymous with kind of a type of, there uh, are total no impact professionalism that just like, it holds the line for decades, you know uh but at least but, there was like i was i mean
1: now it seems like there's more shame in that than ever
2: well here's here's what I'm saying is as dumb as those things were, and as like lame as we might have thought they were they're undebatably. Better than what is on offer right now, right? <laughs> like yeah. it's, not, it's not nostalgia. I'm I'm saying in no uncertain terms, it is better than what's on offer. Uh, if you look at David Letterman and then look at Stephen Colbert, you y- you will you will weep for where we've arrived. <laughs> you will be very depressed.
1: I mean, even even Leno did the fucking dancing Itos, right? And that was you know. It, OJ was the COVID of 1995, and that like he did something comedic that everyone thought was in very poor taste. But at least like, at least it was in some amount of poor taste. It wasn't like I, I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it it didn't. It comedy should not hold the line of the of like the the establishment status quo. It's supposed to fucking like it's supposed to be poking fun at it. It's supposed to be like taking it de- I, I, I don't know I, it's it's very it's all well, well, very strange
2: let me say this <clears throat> so on this tour i was talking about how it, nobody our audience included really understands where i'm coming from you included actually i understand where i'm coming from on my kind of like weird warmth that i have for these like kind of hack kind of obvious kind of annoying right wing pundits, right? Like I can sit through Steven Crowder. Most, most of my peers cannot do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, And, uh, I've gone on record as saying, I think Ben Shapiro is a good broadcaster. I don't think you got to agree with him on anything to acknowledge that. Uh, and I was kind of defending sort of like right comedy. And, uh, the person I was talking to was like, was like it, but is it funny or is it, like, are you laughing with it or at it? And I said, that's an interesting question because at some juncture, cause we were, I was making the van listen to Jesse Lee Peterson. Uh, and, and also Tommy Sotomayor who has an only fans and we got to subscribe.
1: Oh my uh, God. We have to subscribe to that.
2: <laughs> got to. Uh, cause he's not, he's not like particularly spicy on Instagram or on uh YouTube anymore. He saves that for the, for the, uh, yeah, the only fans. And for people that don't know who are new here, Tommy Sotomayor was a a good find that Eric and I had, who is a, you couldn't even call him like a black conservative in the traditional sense. He represents many thousands of people who almost none of our audience would feel comfortable being around.
1: (laughs) Who was the other, who was the really spicy dude? You know who? That's Jesse Lee Peterson. That's oh, he's the the one. I don't want to repeat the things that I heard him say.
2: Jesse Lee Peterson's like, is the one I'll, i, I listened to it yesterday. So I, I can repeat it by verbatim where he goes uh, for anybody that doesn't know, he's an older black gentleman who uh, is, is seemingly like has dementia the way that he talks. And yeah. he, said, he says, he uh, says, uh, you know, the, the, the women, they're, they're dressed like slots, just like slots. And he, yeah, the way that he says slots, by the way, is like, it, it <laughs> Everybody, I'm not like a what's that shit called Eric uh like ogrish. I'm not I'm not like an ogrish guy. I'm not a right. real real life people dying reddit guy. I don't seek that sort of material out. I don't also like like skin conditions. I'm not like a gross out sort of dude. And I'm also as much as I play one on this podcast, I'm also like not necessarily looking for the ugliest views in the world at all times. But i um, It's hard to make me hard to make me blush, you know. And, and Jesse Lee Peterson, he almost gets me there <laughs>
0: because I mean- he'll be
2: like, he'll be like, women—they're dressing like sluts. But then they're surprised when they get raped. Yep. And like, and he repeats himself so much and drills down on a point so much that by the end of it, he's like, women dressing like sluts, and then they're mad when you rape them. And you're like, holy shit. (laughs) Like he he is gone to the nth level where he doesn't listen to that.
1: I heard when when he said that, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, dude.
2: Yeah, I was just in a van with people that were like, found it mildly amusing until he arrived there. And the the whole van was like, oh, gee, what? Is is this man on the radio? (laughs) But at any rate, uh, what was my point? I had a point about these men. And oh, oh, oh. Um, here's what I like no, th- about... Th- no, one, no one understands your finiation for the, the red pill internet culture. Here's what I like. And I think that this is really undeniable. The right understands, or at least the young right, like what we'd call maybe like the residual of the alt-right or people that never identified like that, but are just like true internet culture people like just mutants basically. Uh those people what they understand that I feel like the left completely does not is for a joke to really be funny, for it to truly land, it has to go over the line. Colbert can never go over the line. Yeah. There will never there will never be a funny moment on Colbert because he's 50 feet from the line. There might be something amusing on Colbert, but there will never be something funny. And the right is they're not it's not like these are clever people, but they have a willingness to go where others won't. And that is what is funny. Well, and yeah, I, I I think if you view it through that lens, like not looking to approve or disapprove of anybody's worldview, but to simply ask who who will make my skin crawl for the joke? It's always the right.
1: It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going Strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? (laughs) So do we. Why don't you come over and check it out? And stop listening to other podcasts. Thank you.
2: That's why. Well, that's why why now.
1: I mean, recently, yeah, that's true. I mean, and and it's strange because it used to not be that way. I mean, it used to be a given with comedy Mm -hmm. that your job was to go over the line. Like people have been reflecting on Norm Macdonald since his passing. And that was, that was on SNL. That was on, you know, when he was doing all those OJ jokes, you know, he's saying, that. you know what I mean? Like that was countercultural in a way. Like that's what comedy is supposed to do, but it like, it can't anymore. It's like not allowed to. So the only people who can go over the line are people that are not beholden to, you know, the, the gatekeepers of, 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 of network comedy, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like it's sort of that sort of uh line stepping is reserved for people, I guess, ostensibly somewhat on the right. You know what I mean? Because they don't have to worry about about, you know, I, I don't know, being canceled or not hired or something like that. They don't have to play those fucking games. So th- yeah, I mean, listen, I think it's more than just that. You know, like your affinity for 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 red pill stuff. I mean and it's not. This is not specific to you. I think it. It. I think what encapsulates the reason why people like Ben Shapiro and Crowder at all are for their big social media numbers is be is is mostly that. You know, I think it's an innate instinct in people, in most people, that no matter what the dominant narrative is, you want to hear the other side of things. Even if you don't agree, even if it's stupid, you, like you just, you want to know maybe what a different perspective is. And sometimes that other perspective, if it's eloquent enough, or if it's, you know, if it's justified, you, like they're going to make a good point or just make a point that no one else is making. And people want that. You know what I mean? Like if if that viewpoint isn't well-represented, in larger media, then you'll find it on YouTube. You're going to f- like, people want to hear what they're not allowed to hear or what they're not supposed to hear. They're going
2: to seek that out. Here's a question for you. Do you, do you, th- a friend suggest that there might be something hard coded into the DNA of a certain percentage of, of human beings where they simply cannot stand being, they will, they will, they cannot be lied to, or they will simply act in opposition to anything that they perceive to be trying to rip them off. Do you think that that's like a hard coded sort of, um, undeniable, uh, do you think there's anything genetic there? I guess is what I'm asking.
1: Uh, I mean, there's, I think there's certainly something cultural, especially in America.
2: You know what I mean? Well, like, for example, I know that our listeners will probably realize this, but I think all the conversation about whether the vaccine is good or bad or whatever, I think is totally worthless. I think it's like, okay, it can fill a radio show or whatever, but what it comes down to is do like, hey, I don't want to get that. So therefore, I'm not going to get that. And I have way more respect for people that just say, yeah, I don't want to do something, so I'm never going to do it than trying to rationalize an ascientific position because it seems clear that the vaccine is of some use. <laughs> so it is ascientific to to suggest that it's, uh, that it's not good for you. Right? But I have no problem with somebody that just goes, yeah, I don't want to do that shit. Don't tell me what to do. That's enough for me. And I, I, like, I don't, like, I literally do not understand why we don't celebrate that worldview. Like, it's stupid. I understand. But there's a lot of things that are stupid that I admire. And I just, I've been thinking about this a lot. Like, you know, whatever happened to being like, just like, like like yo, know, I'll vote against my interests. I'll do dumb shit. Like some people like to fucking drive drunk. You know what I mean? Like w- w- why not? Because it's stupid. But so what?
1: So well, I don't I don't know that I I don't know that I necess I don't think the idea of stupidity is necessarily a noble one. However, what I will say is that uh you got to let – at some – it's on some juncture, you have to accept that people are going to make stupid decisions and you have to also, let them live regardless.
2: But we all do all day. Like if I – like you and I both would have gone into finance if we knew what was good for us. And it's kind of cooler that we didn't. Why, why do we not like, I I just, I literally don't understand like somebody that is cool with dying at 30. I'm cool with that. I don't need to judge that. I can just say it's not for me. I'd like to live a long time, but somebody that's like, Hey, I like to do dumb shit. I always tell the story, a girl I went to high school with, uh, she went missing for a long time, like didn't know where she was. Saw her. Finally, I've told the story before for new listeners. Here you go. I I saw her. She I said, "Oh, how, how you been?" She says, "Oh, it was rough. I'm living with my parents." I said, "That's all right. It happens to a lot of people. You're just rebuilding." She says, "Yeah." She says, "I I spent a couple of years with a a guy who was just really bad to me." And I said, "Oh, I'm sorry." She said, "Yeah. He would. He was a drug dealer." And I said, "Well, you know, sometimes they're bad." And she said. You know, and, uh, he'd hit me and I said, oh, that's not good. And she said, and he pimped me out. And I said, oh, that's not really not good. And she, and she said, and he forced me to have abortions. And I said, oh, that's terrible. That's really, I'm sorry. And she said, and I said, so you're, but you're better now. And she said, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to stay with my folks until I get back on my feet. I said, that's great. And then, uh, but then what, what, what are your plans? And she said, I'm going to get back with another drug dealer who beats me. And I said, I'm sorry. And she said, I know who I am and it's just what turns me on. Here's the thing, Eric. That person, to me, deserves as much respect as an Olympic athlete, as uh, a president of the United States. It's a person who knows what they want out of their life, and they are pursuing it with gusto. I don't got to agree. (laughs) So, uh, so,
1: yeah. No, I I understand. I, I don't. I. I think our schism is that. I don't I think I can I think everybody reserves the right to be judgmental if they want to be. Um but I like I don't think I necessarily have to admire that person, but I do have to accept them. If someone's if someone I, I can think in my mind, geez, you sound like a damaged weirdo, I don't think that's a great idea. But I'm also a damaged weirdo in some ways that makes poor decisions. So fuck it. Like, and, and, but like, even for, because we're straying far from the point, the, the, the sort of the, the vaccine, no vaccine. I got vaccine. I think it's probably cool for other people. I, I think people should get the vaccine, but, pussy. I can't, I can't go as far to say we got to fire people who don't get it. We got the people who don't get it deserve our hatred or indignation. I can't go that far. I just can't go there. Like you have to accept that people are going to not make the same choices that you, you can, you can say they're poor choices. I had chicken fingers for dinner, poor choice, very poor choice. Uh, yeah, that's poor you know, choice. you have to accept that people are that go against their own best interest potentially. And, and, and that's all it is. You know what I mean? It, you, like to be any other way. Otherwise is like an authoritarian mindset and it's gross.
2: So you and I are both cool with, okay, here, here would be a good example. I'm sure we've talked about this on this podcast, voting against your interests fallacy, because if your interests, your interests are, what if your interests are just doing some foolish shit? That's your interest. You want to do that shit. That's it. That's your interest.
1: Well, maybe it's maybe maybe interest is the wrong word then. Maybe it's voting against your own well-being in a way. Like like for instance, if you're some poor diabetic schmuck who can't afford insulin, it would be against your your well-being to vote for the guy who won't give it to you versus the guy who will, right? Because but like, you know, for whatever reason, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's the it's it's the contempt for people who vote against their own potential, their own well being and other people's well being.
2: Yes. Okay. Well, but I'm just saying. F- f- I admire this. The, the founding fathers of the United States are, are were fucking Bobo style morons, and I admire <laughs> them. Like, I mean, I the, ad- the, the 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 what the 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 fact is
1: that. uh, approve or disapprove of someone's choices, your elitist, uh, sort of like looking down on them for being stupid is no way to win them over. No, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Like that's never going to fucking work for you. So I, that's I would throw the whole attitude out in the garbage. You can, like I said, you can think whatever you want about other, other people. You don't have to admire them. I, I don't think that being an idiot is necessarily admirable. But you certainly you ha- certainly have to accept it, and you certainly you know have to say there. But for the grace of God, go I. What no one can answer me. What no one can fucking answer me. And is that if you? I've said I probably said on this podcast. It's so tired, and we'll have to move on quick. But if you're vaccinated, I don't understand what risk the non-vaccinated pose to you. If you're vaccinated, you can still spread it. If you're vaccinated, yes. you can still get it. I don't yep. understand what risk the unvaccinated poses to the vaccinated.
2: No, I don't. You're in, get a cult. It. you're in a cult. You're in a cult. That's all it is. I'm I'm not mincing words. You're just in a weird cult where you're not asking any questions. Fucking whatever. No one what, can answer can be, it,
1: dude. It drives me crazy. We right. gotta do. We gotta listen. We gotta pivot to our man, dude, the guy, because we promised people, dude, the guy anthology series, and okay, I don't but, even think we read the full one at the first part.
2: But No, we didn't. But here's the problem. I'm going to get kicked out of this room in about Ugh. 28 minutes. So what do we want to do? Do we want to do an Instagram or a, a Patreon or, or do we want to do uh, give everybody a, a, a extra helping uh, right now and go dude the guy on main?
1: Well, I think we should do dude the guy on main. Okay. I think it's has to be an on the main thing.
2: All right, so have we satisfied our Patreon commitments uh, enough that they're not going to roast us this month?
1: Well, it's the first of the month, so we have we have Patreon commitments for the next 31 days. I feel like we will be able to deliver. I feel like people will be understanding that Patrick right now is on tour, so it's a little bit difficult. We will still try and provide you with that good content. Uh we're not we're not leaving you hanging. It's just that the dude has to visit every uh, opioid city in the country to perform <laughs> for them. That's a fact.
2: <laughs> this, this, is my, this is my charge. Okay. So I'm going to uh, – firstly, while I look up dude the guy, which is – where is he? In Detroit? He's in Detroit. Okay. While I do that, I'm sending you the mukbang guy who is uh, eating himself to death. Uh, just take a look if you if you don't mind. Um, mukbang guy. Yeah. Okay. So – We're going to go for rub maps. By the way, if I told, I I can't reveal it because then somebody will rat me out to my job because you're fucking scumbags. Uh, If I showed everybody what I have to watch, because I'm writing the mobile game for a sitcom. uh, If I show like sitcoms are fucking insane. Like, have you watched one lately?
1: My, my parents watched the fucking big bang theory and it's
2: atrocious. Holy shit. It, it's like crazy out here. <laughs> like, I, I didn't know what I was in for. Um, okay. Hold on. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, Detroit. So we got to redo.
1: Do we, do we want to just do dude the guy part one? If we have time, read the dude, do the guy part one. If we have time, we'll jump into part two. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, I'm going to, f-
2: I got to find him first though. Hold on. Are you looking at the mukbang guy? I'm, I'm confused as to what I'm looking at well watch the watch the video that i sent you it's like two seconds
0: what
1: what is he he's like eating himself he's literally eating himself to death
2: yes yes he he, he's a uh so mukbang stuff is like you you eat a lot of food uh, and this. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. These the people at the beginning
1: of the video are the same people at the end of the video?
2: Yes. Holy shit. Yeah, if you were curious, like what you've got to do to take care of yourself, this this is just bear this in mind. Oh don't 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 <laughs> don't eat don't eat for a living. No. Oh no. Oh okay. my god. I'm going to read Dude the Guy, part one. I want our audience to be- – these are long, and this is going somewhere. So it's I, want you, to bear- I yep. want you to bear with us. If this isn't the most interesting rub maps you've ever heard, just understand that it's an odyssey and there's a payoff. Okay? There's a
1: payoff, folks.
2: So I read a little bit of this on the last one. I'm going to do it again. Bear with us. Man, I just paid 60 for a shitty massage and 100 for a pretty cool blowjob, but I'd recommend it to anybody. I walked in and was laying there for about 15 minutes naked. I guess they had to finish up with the other guy. I bet that guy is reading this right now, LOL. She had the Mom Rock radio station on the whole time. That's 105.1. I never put the towel over my ass because I wanted her to know I was down for the dirty, dirty The thing she did, the first thing she did was tickle my ass. I giggled like a little schoolgirl when she did. So we finally started the massage and she hardly knew how to massage. Literally, she just moved her hands around my body. I told her harder and it felt like something I could do at home. I seriously could have rubbed my back at home and gave a better massage. When she went around to my head, I started feeling on her legs to test out the waters. This was my first time going to a massage parlor. And after reading hundreds of reviews on here and going through the forum, I knew I had to start the contact. Firstly, uh, this is like an argument against rub maps. Like this dude is like mentally ill in part because of rub maps. (laughs)
1: That (laughs) That might be true. All
2: right. So she asked if I was going to, if I was giving her a massage too. We laughed. Then I kept going and moved up her ass. She let me do it. So I knew it was on a few more minutes of shitty rubbing on my back. And she asked me what I wanted to do. I asked her if I should flip. And she said, does it make you horny? I laughed and flipped. So on the flip she started to tease the dick a little and asked how much I got. I told her 60 and she said she would play with it a little and then I said I got 80. Then I said I got 100. And then she made the mouth movement and I was like hell yeah. Said I had to pay $100 just for a blowjob but beggars can't be choosers. I got up and gave her 100 and she walked out. I expected the police to walk in and I'd be busted like in Grand Theft Auto. Man, this poor fucking kid. (laughs) I feel bad for this dude. But she walked back in and started to take off her clothes. She let me kiss her on the lips just a peck, no tongue or anything fancy. She kept talking about how impressed she was with my big black cock. These are capitalized. I told her I'd I'd get that a lot from women. Then I pulled her tits out and started sucking them. She took her pants off and got on top of me after I requested to cuddle for Oh shit. <laughs> After I requested a cuddle yeah. with her for a minute. You see, it's been so long since I'd been with a woman and I was looking for the girlfriend experience. So before I came here, I, I bought some condoms from CVS because I didn't want to use I didn't want her to use their condoms on me. Incorrect there. She but she pulled one out from Dimension X or some shit and started rolling it with on it with, with her mouth. I was like, hey, I have my own. But she said it was okay. I was too beta to stop her because it was a woman on my dick, guys. You understand, right? I tried to suck her toes, but she said she was ticklish and not to make her uncomfortable. I tend to forget that not everybody is a sex addict, such as myself. So I saved up my cum for two days just for this occasion. And it felt so good. I had my dick sucked from two women previously in life, and it was and I was never a big fan of it. But this woman, holy shit. I loved it so much. It was really great. I was feeling the urge to release and told her to stroke faster. And she started to moan louder and talk dirty Asian to me. <laughs> I came with the force of a thousand sons. 50 seconds. <laughs> <thick. laughs> she took the condom off and cleaned me up with a towel and walked out. She came back in and said, bye. <laughs> I asked her if I could get a hug before she left. And she hugged me and gave me one more lip kiss and told me to come back next time. So we could play more. Then there's a indent, uh, uh, an arrow indent that says she wants to fuck. She, <laughs> she called me adorable and cute because I kept giggling the whole time. I walked out after putting on my clothes and Mama Sen was waiting to open the door for me. Mama Sen had some nice tits and I asked her if she could give me one next time and she laughed and said no. A hundred is a bit steep to pay for a blowjob, but it was worth it. I finally got to touch an Asian woman. Maybe next time I can get some full service. Okay, so that's part one of our Odyssey. Uh, you know where the story's going? Oh, I know. okay, so I only half know so i'm pretty I'm pretty titillated by what's going on here.
1: Oh, I mean, here's the thing it's 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 uh it's frightening.
2: <laughs> okay. Well, but we can't send our, uh, listen, listeners do not go there because we, we, we want to be the ones to break this story.
1: I it's, it's, oh man, it's just a, it's just a ride you're going to have to take with us. That's all.
2: Okay. All right. I'm excited. So, all right. Uh, let's, let's call it right. Unless you think we got time for part two.
1: It, how and is then, part
2: two very long? It's chunky.
1: It's a, you're looking at it right now. It's up to you. I'm, I'm here to do it. If you want to, if you think you're about to get kicked out, we can, we can, we can leave people on the hook. All right,
2: we'll, we'll get, uh, I'll, I'll read this one. All right. Part two, everybody. Part two. Uh, is it the same place? I think it's the same place. Yes, it is. So I, f- <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> He's the next review. He's got two reviews in a row. <laughs> so I finally came back to this place since last month. I'm heading to prison for a few years and two weeks. So I wanted to get my last piece of ass before I went and man, I fucked the living shit out of her. Okay. Let me back up. I, I like his, uh, his in media res style of storytelling. <laughs> I, like. I came here and Leah answered the door. She told me mama son was going to be in a little later. I wanted a table shower, but the place was leaking. And she said she couldn't do it. Oh, well. So I paid the house fee and she came back with a sexy one piece black thing on. This time she gave me a hell of a massage. She got on top and pressed hard as fuck. My back cracked a few times. We both laughed about it. But after trying to find a good radio station, we got down to business. I tried real hard to talk her down from the 200, but she wouldn't budge. So I gave it to her and she, and she stepped out. Came back in, uh, and dimmed the lights down even lower. This time, I told her I had my own condom, and she let me use it. I gave her an a, i gave it to her unwrapped, and her I gave it to her unwrapped, and her jaw dropped. Guess she's not used to seeing a condom with a gold wrapper. <laughs> I laid back, and she rolled it on and started sucking my dick for two minutes. Yeah, that's nice and all, but I paid for full service, so I told her to lay down so I could destroy her pussy. <laughs> she changed the radio station to one hundred five point nine this time. Just and it just so happened to be a song from GTA Vice City, that one that goes "I'll be good." It was on Fever. Funny how it's full circle. I was paying for pussy in the game and paying for it here. Anyway, she was yelling and moaning like crazy. I was too big for her, and she would push my stomach back whenever I go deep. The doorbell rung, and it was le- and I, she was legit mad that she had to stop to answer it. I had pulled out and so she could get up, but then I pushed it back in to play with her. Dude, she was not going to get up. She was under my control. Well, now we're getting a little dark, aren't we? <laughs> uh, but, but I did pull out, and I slapped her ass and told her that she should probably get that. If you're reading this right now, other guy, sorry for the delay, bro. I was handling the biz. So she opened the door, then hopped right back on the bed. I told her to get on top of me and she rode me for a few minutes, told her that I wanted to finish in doggy style so she could get to the guy that walked in, hit it from the back for about six minutes and came with the force of a, of the Greek God Poseidon. <laughs> you know, this, th- this dude's like kind of confusing for me. <laughs> like I don't want to paint with a broad brush, racial stereotypes and shit, but he's got a big black cock. He says, uh, he's going to jail, but he's like a dragon ball Z guy. You understand? Like yeah. he's, ner- he's like sh- straight up strictly nerdy. He's talking about GTA and, and coming megaton Poseidons. So uh, she stayed in the position for a minute to catch her breath and me as well. Then she rolled off the table and almost tripped to grab a towel to clean me up. I asked her if she would come visit me, and she said, of course. I don't think she is. That's parenthetical. <laughs> <laughs> After I put my <laughs> clothes back on, she hugged me Quite from behind realistic. and kissed my back. Then she let me suck on her tits one last time. She took me by the hand and escorted me to the door. I started skipping and swinging her hands like we were off to see the wizard, and she chuckled. Yo, this kid going to prison is rough, man. She she asked, I asked her if she was still going to be here when I got out, and she said maybe. So yeah, five out of five stars this time. Price was a little too high, but I was desperate for some pussy. Y'all better treat Leah nice while I'm gone. All right, that's where we'll leave it.
1: (laughs) So he's so so. Dude, the guy's going away for a little while but yeah, a couple uh, years he'll be back. We'll hear from him <laughs> again.
2: I'm with bated breath.
1: <laughs> Later, nice. everybody. All right, everybody, uh, catch, uh, patreon.com So worst possible timeline. Go there. Uh, give us money. You get some bonus episodes. We'll get more bonus episodes soon. Like I said, Pat's on tour. Bear with us. Uh, hit the number two Oh five, five Oh nine, nine, seven, eight, five. We will get to messages soon. I promised them this week. I fucked up. I'm sorry. I broke the promise. Uh, at WP timeline on Twitter. Hit us there. Worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Send us an email, mailbag, whatever. Um, we'll get at you next time. Peace.